Welcome to Primary Attribute. My name is Ian. I'm the GM slash Castlekeeper for the podcast. We're an actual play Castles and Crusades podcast, and also I use they, them pronouns. Hi, my name is Adam. I play as Vons. We are both he, hims, but Vons is the only one between the two of us who is a fox folk alchemist character. I'm Erin. I play Erisine. I use she or they pronouns, and Erisine uses she, her pronouns. Uh, Erisine's a half-elf. She has some feelings about that. Hi, I'm Kelly. I play Wealthy Taylor. I'm a wizard, halfling, and we use she, her pronouns. I'm Wit. I play Grix, the kobold illusionist. We both use he, him pronouns. All right, so... Who wants to tell us what happened last time? And by who, I mean Aaron. Aww. <laughs> Unless someone else wants to volunteer. Does someone else but... want to? Because... <laughs> Aaron wrote a song. I accidentally... I accidentally a song... Um... Oh, excellent. And I think that everyone will understand why I accidentally a song as soon as I begin. Do you do you need somebody to drop a a, a fat beat or no? It's okay. No. I just I'm Wait, just psyching myself up to uh both entertain everyone and embarrass myself horribly. Just entertain horribly and uh embarrass everyone. It'll be fine. Oh, Adam. Something about psyching. Oh, <laughs> Adam. I thought that was your job. <laughs> that is a hundred percent my job. That's why I know it works. <laughs> I only said that because I figured Adam wouldn't mind. <laughs> but all right, time slowed and in my head. Welcome to the stage with a <laughs> song-based summary of the last session. It's Aaron. Yay! <laughs> okay. Making our way down, down, walking fast, gathering mass further downbound. Finding old lost tools, just making our way, making our way through the tunnels. And oh, what's that? And there's that guy. Oh, I once stabbed him. <laughs> well, Erosine looks like the cure. While Grix snags sweet equipment finds. And Vons grabs all the weird-ass moss. And wealthy detects magic. <laughs> Just before we hear Nara. Oh, no. It was hard not to jump in with fake piano sounds. I know, right? <laughs> I almost did like the do 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 do. Yeah. That song is just hard coded into the soul of everyone within a certain age range. I know. I'm 16. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you're 16. You uh, kill me. Be on this podcast. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> We're almost family friendly until we're suddenly not. <laughs> <laughs> until we delve into things that. It's like six minutes of every episode, but it is there every episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. All right. So you were in the 
maintenance levels, although you'd actually reached the glamorous part with sewer pits in it. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah you've you've gone down pretty deep here at level six, and you, yeah, as Aaron said, you ran into those two guys who you knew from the last time, or the time you found a Relajan brewery thing, distillery. There we go. But they didn't recognize you because they rolled shit. So <laughs> you continued on your way. You were going around while well, you checked out a sewer pit and then rewound, went around a corner and stopped as you heard Nara and someone else talking from an open doorway that was about 10 feet away from you. All and right. So they're, they're up to no good, right? We're no, no, no. We have to go. We have to go. Can't run into her. Back it up. Back it up. Why? Why? I just... I, I'll tell you later. Please. <laughs> Alright. Alright. It's really hard to get Percy to go in reverse, but okay. You you back up. <laughs> about 30 feet. So you're... You're basically back at the corner that you turned to get here. And so... Like... How, how retreaty do you want this to be? Should we just cut to the surface or like... No, no, that's... No. Um, as soon as we're like... Basically, as soon as we're like back past the... Uh, that previous corner, like out of yeah, earshot. Can... Like entirely out of earshot, basically, is how I want to get. Yeah, I think There's we a want nice sewer all... pit room close by. Uh... Very private. I mean, I don't know. You know, we're going to take a hard pass on that. You're no fun. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, we want somebody to be able to hear but not be seen, right? I think the stealthiest of us is... Um, name? Uh, <laughs> Ericene? Ericene? Yeah, I think Ericene's the, the stealthiest of us. But Ericene's also going to be talking. I'm if you want, you have two bodyguards. They can just post up on either side of y'all and keep an eye out. Sure, that sounds good. They do that. Okay. Um, in the like softest voice that I can whisper while still being actually heard by everyone. Um, and like, I figure like we all kind of like do like a huddle. I'm like, so like I've been thinking that it might be good for me to like try to um ally myself with Nara because clearly she's like a real power player in all of this but like if we if any of us except Vaughn's is seen down here digging around like that's I can't do that because she won't trust me like at all am I making any sense you all have like blank looks yeah. on your faces <laughs> oh, oh shit uh, yeah 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 uh what do you hope to get out of out of making friends with her I just, I'll be honest with you, Grix, I don't know, but, like, clearly this thing is really big, 
and until like I know what's really going on like I can't know what I'm gonna get out of it you know what I mean yeah yeah yeah. all right I get you like I can stab stuff but like (laughs) clearly I can also talk to people pretty well and I just but like if she sees us down here there's no there's no chance of me doing anything useful. She's a businesswoman, like, right? Also, like, everyone thinks I'm a cop now. And, like, <laughs> being allied with her would kind of take away that cop sheen. Until we take her down, then it just gets worse. I mean, if we don't know what's going on with the Ruladrin, we don't know if we need to take her down. Oh yeah, fair fair point. And she's doing that, like, that, like, smiling, sort of, like, grimace of, like, please believe me. (laughs) (laughs) Please (laughs) go with my idea. Well, clearly, the only person who has the ability to run in Nara's circles is Erisene, so I kind of have to go with the idea of what Erisene is proposing. Yeah, I'm aboard. Yeah, I'm still curious about Erisene's motivation, because I've never trusted her all the way. Are you saying this in character? Uh, not out loud. (laughs) Um, could you maybe just describe what you're doing (laughs) Vons is definitely giving you like sort of a a side eye wondering like really not not understanding the motivation like I understand why you don't want to fight we don't know how many people are back there but I don't get why you want to ally yourself with this person. I mean, it's less that I want to actually ally myself with her, and more that I want to make sure that she won't see me as someone who's against her. Hmm. Because having her as an enemy is really dangerous. You must see that, don't you? Well, having her as a friend seems like it might be dangerous, too. I mean, it's not like... So, like, I've already crossed over into the realm of horrible things that are not safe in any way. (laughs) (laughs) So what's one step further? It's not even one step further. It's like a sideways step into something that I understand. (laughs) It's a lateral move for an assassin. It's a lateral move. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You understand. Mm -hmm. Well, I didn't trust you before anyway, so (laughs) whatever. I don't know why, though. Like, why don't you trust me? You're tall. You're tall. The elves have all the money around here. I know, I know. You're only half elf. 
but like I have a lot of gnomish friends and they're all rich too so like oh wait gnomes are rich anything at least one of the gnomes that Ericene knows (laughs) their family is rich yes yeah gnomes are totally working class hmm well you don't need my permission but uh, I'm I'm going to hang out back here and just kind of watch for now. See how this goes, I guess. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you weren't asking for for permission, right? You just No, I just wanted us to all not go and talk to her or get into a confrontation right now. Ah, okay. All right. All Cuz right. if she if we run into her down here, I can't go talk to her at the Velvet Room where, like, I have, you know, in my, as myself. Are you saying that this whole uh, meeting that you want to have with her is to avoid awkward social situations later? No. No, I'm saying that us not doing this now is so that I can uh, put myself into awkward social situations later. (laughs) All right. I mean, if if you if you think that you can uh, charm her, uh, I'm still not clear on what you want out of this situation, but I want to do whatever is the right thing. And I don't know that confronting Nara now is going to get us to anything even remotely like the right thing. Why are you doing any of this? (laughs) We're not on contract at the moment. We're just visiting, right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but we have a healthy interest in what's going on. Mm -hmm. Um, Are there there any tunnels? I don't remember the exact layout near here or how much you described. Uh, Is there a way around them? Or a way to explore nearby without passing through where Nara is. Yeah, you can keep going basically inwards toward the center of the mountain. You'll go past that sewer pit room you saw earlier and can continue that way. Okay. Well, if we go that way, then if we go that way, then our you know our our trip down here is not a total waste. And still keep keep going. So, like the um. Just so that I understand how much I've fucked everything up. Um, (laughs) I don't think you have. (laughs) Was the room that Nara was talking to that person in, was that the same room that we were trying to find for the interesting machinery? No, the door to the room that Nara's in is just along the hallway you were going to take to said interesting machinery. Okay. Hmm. Maybe we can ask uh, Alara and Green if there is any other way to get like over there that doesn't involve going down that hallway. Does that maybe become a yes you ask them? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I just figured maybe other people wanted to also talk. If not, then yeah, I'll oh. ask. 
<laughs> that was your cue, everyone else in the party. <laughs> I was deliberately Christ. not saying anything. Yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's good to me. Um, so Eris is going to like sneak over to generate the dungeon. <laughs> Sorry, what's that, Ian? Said, give me a second while I dagger fall this and randomly generate the dungeon. <laughs> uh, Aristine's gonna like sneak over to uh, Alara and be like, So, like, is there a different way to get over to that like interesting machinery room? Because, um, we can't go back down that hallway again, uh, because reasons. Uh, probably. I mean, most of the stuff down here is interconnected, so it wouldn't be too hard. Cool. We just, we might be wandering around a little bit. Well, that sounds like fun. Probably. Uh, uh doesn't this level still smell pretty bad? Oh, so much so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. And, and all you guys are wearing shoes, so, you know. There isn't sewage on the floor here. It's in pits. <laughs> Carefully maintained and organized pits. Yeah, and sewage never gets outside of the pit. There's yeah, it's never not any... like there's poo vapors condensing on the walls or anything. <laughs> that wouldn't happen. No splooshing. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, carrying right along. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't like sublimate and like spread. <laughs> Poo can do some really remarkable shit. I see what you did there. <laughs> we hope you're proud of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, you are still on a smelly level. That could also theoretically be avoided at the cost of being wandering even more. To try to get to your destination. I, I think the most direct route that doesn't go through Nara is the best. As do I. So are so we're we are concerned then about confrontation with Nara. Well, we're uh, we're going with uh with Aracene's plan. Well, sure. like I will I would also like to say that like she has some kind of high level magic user in there and um like she probably also has knife skills and i only barely have knife skills so like that also would not be great probably well okay so there's like a couple concerns here we don't actually ha are we identified to her as a an enemy are we certain that she's mad at us I wouldn't like to run into her down here at all, even if I didn't know who she is. Hmm. Like, even if I knew that she didn't know who any of us were. Yeah, a bunch of people just kind of hanging out outside of her super secret doorway. That's <laughs> probably doesn't have a good look. She was talking about fucking magical traps. Like, I don't want to deal with that. Do you? <laughs> you can detect magic, right? I can't. So, oh, you you look for traps. Uh huh. It's Wolfie that looks magic. for magic. Yeah. Yep. Cool. So, <laughs> so Adam, are you advocating for something different? Well, 
Ericene's point wasn't terrible in that we, we really haven't. <laughs> High <been> praise. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. It's still dangerous. Wait, wait, wait. Say that again. <laughs> it's still dangerous, but we ha- but we don't have a confirmed uh, enemy here. But it's not like we want to be super obvious about this either. Can we for sure sneak by this door without any problems? Probably. That looks like a pretty deep hallway, right? It's ten feet wide. Hmm. You know, we could stroll and just act like we don't even hear. Oh yeah, Care. just cartoonishly whistle with our hands behind our backs. And... Of course. <laughs> yeah. And I'm pretty oh, sure, Aaron, you remember this, but Ericene is in a disguise right now. <laughs> yes, she is. But the fact of the matter is that uh, Nara's not stupid. She would definitely recognize Wealthy and Grix, especially the fact that they're together. And if she didn't find out that Vons was around, I would be extremely surprised. Oh, because I'm clumsy and make all kinds of noise, like every time I roll a tie. <laughs> No, because you were in her distillery. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Vons was out of sight until after you left with Nara. Sure, Although you caught up with them later. He also, like, then went out into the Velvet Room and talked to a bunch of people about me. It was glorious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, the chances that she didn't ask about every single thing that happened like before during and after we were there are very low in my opinion so we're pretty sure we're on her list then i i would ex- i would assume that i at least am definitely on her list grix and wealthy certainly are like sub you know if if nothing else at least like you know, sub-items on the list. <laughs> oh, joy. I, what do I need to do to be, get to be an item on the list instead of a sub-item? I don't know. Piss her <laughs> off. Piss her off in some way that doesn't have to do with someone that she already knew who they were. There's a hallway right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Be seen down here. <laughs> Well, uh, this if if we don't feel like it's uh, smart to take them on right now, then yeah, may as well just kind of sneak by whistling. Uh, although with less whistling, because that doesn't and more sound sneaking. great either. Yeah. Well, I thought we were gonna go around somehow. Yeah, I agree. Let's go around. I mean, it would be funny if we were to walk walk by with our hands behind our backs, whistling and acting all nonchalant. But it's not really a way to keep ourselves alive in the long, in probably in the short term, much less the long term. And uh, how stealthy are our guards? Because I mean, one of them's on a giant beetle. I was gonna say one of them is wearing armor, like heavy armor, and is on a giant beetle. The other one is wearing soft-soled boots. And some lightweight clothing and not a lot else, as yeah. far as gear. So, like, so unless we're magically hidden from this seven foot wide hallway, that oh yes, you're very obvious. Yeah, I'm sure they're uh, they're they've got somebody keeping an eye on. Uh, and if we don't expect them to close that door anytime soon, because I'm not shutting it. 
yeah, finding an alternative way around or magically concealing ourselves, I think, are the two options. Or the third option being a confrontation of some kind. And if we don't feel like we can handle them, then... Of course, uh, Ericene wanted to, or was considering the the buddy buddy option. Mm-hmm. You still thinking about that? I what? think that was to be enacted at a later date. Yeah, 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 later. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, then you're certainly not going to manage that if you get caught right outside of her super secret door. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's why I want to go around. Oh, was that the point that was on you? I've explained this three times. (laughs) Bonds! I'm sorry, what? (laughs) All right, uh, so what's the the way around? What what are we going to find along that? What what direction are we going? That would be up to Alara. Yeah, or uh, Alara and Green. As previously mentioned, actually sit up while I'm talking to the microphone. Um, as previously mentioned, they are pretty sure they can get you around because it's the maintenance levels. There's usually an around, but they haven't been out this way very much. Oh, of course not. Relatively speaking. So like with a good sense of underground direction and some time, you know, they can get you there, but it may not be a, as smooth as point A to point B. That's okay. I'm with good. me. Is it okay with everyone else? Maybe um, there's some fun smells along the way. I'm okay with it. Grex is on board. Alright. You head on out. So I'm gonna use north, south, east, and west, but basically north is further in toward the center of the mountain, south is out toward the rim. East is counterclockwise and west is clockwise. Yeesh. So I'm so sorry, I'm not going to be able to remember that, but No, I don't I don't expect you to. That's just more a world building note that I am using these directions, but you're on a floating city that slowly rotates and wanders over the world. Sure. <laughs> there is no consistent north or at least not that I can draw on a map. Compasses sure. are fair. worthless here. They're very useful, just as long as you memorize which way was north when you first went in. <laughs> but okay, so you you are taken north, you head past the sewer pit room that you went into earlier. Um, Alara explains that you are trying to head, basically trying to head east, because the, the hallway you were going to go down, you were going to go down it, you were going to basically follow it as it started turning south and you would get to the big mechanized thing that way. So you're going to have to cut north, cut over to the east, and then cut south again. Okay. And with that in mind, so you head up uh, just past the door to the sewer pit, about 20 feet along. There's a right-hand turn into another maintenance tunnel. Like most maintenance tunnels, there are pipes running along it on one side. That said, even with those in there, like, none of them are wider around than six inches, and they're all bolted to the wall, so you're able to walk, you know, two people abreast without any issues. Mm-hmm. The hallway 
starts curving to the left a little bit and then hits a three-way intersection. You can basically either go northeast, directly east, or southeast. We have a guide. Shouldn't she be able to tell us which way to go? If I'm figuring this out correctly, it should be southeast, right? That would be the straightest line, yes. Yeah, and that makes sense. So you head down that way and pretty quickly hit a dead end with a large hole cut in the floor and a ladder going down it to get to a different level. Oh, is it down further? I thought it was on this level. It's on this level. Okay. Lars, like, we, we could go down, but we'd have to find a way back up. Uh, so there's probably a better way to do this. Maybe we should go around to the northeast instead? Or the to the east instead? Sure. Sure. All right, you are guided back out. You head down the directly east tunnel. You notice at one point that Alara is counting basically how many steps she's taking. Mm -hmm. And you reach an intersection. She stops and thinks for a second and goes, so there's a path that goes south here. And she says, I'm, I'm pretty sure that this goes to the machine we were going to show you. That said, we have a problem. And she gestures to the rockfall that has caved in most of this tunnel. Oh, wow. It looks like the uh, like there's a really large magical power conduit that's running along this. Those previous things were like six inches around at most. This one is like three feet across. Or three feet in um, three foot diameter. It's oh. bolted to the ceiling, so you can still kind of get underneath it, and it's not crowding you too much, but anyone taller than, like, Wealthy or Grix would probably have to duck on that side of the hallway. So that seems undamaged. The rock seems to have fallen around it, at least somewhat, or at least only bent it and not broken it. Like, Grix, you don't see any sparks or anything oh. that would make you worry. So we can crawl yeah. under it and get past the rock slide? Rockfall. It's two clogged. Of, two of you can. Basically the basically the rocks well, sorry. Well, no, that was for the hallway fall. in general. Oh, okay. The rockfall has kind of like a mound of sliding dirt would get all around something that it ran over. This is like that. So it's it's basically so wedged in among a bunch of So it's of utterly rocks. impassable. Yes, unless you want to try to move the rocks. And even if we moved the rocks the biggest of us wouldn't be able to get through all that easily. Probably yeah, not you, the giant beetle at all. Yeah, if you use the conduit, you could get to the point um, as kind of a ceiling, uh, assuming it didn't bend downwards once you remove the stuff from underneath it. Got Everyone it. except the beetle could get through by crawling or just kind of ducking in the case of the shorter members of the party. Got it. Um... Is there another way to go? Uh, yeah, there is a, to the east, the carved hallway kind of peters out, and there's a, it runs out into a natural cavern beyond it. Mm. Maybe we go see if there's, like, any better ways to get there through that, like, the natural cavern? Uh-huh. Yeah, it sounds good to me. Yeah, it's worth exploring. Sounds good to me, too. We go down the hallway. Uh-huh. All right. Has Green or 
dang it, missing the name Alara. again. Alara. Uh, yeah, Alara. Have they uh, been through that cavern before? No. I'm going to say that the part of the reason they know where that machine is is because there is, it is, they're not sure exactly what it is, but it has a very, very large power conduit that goes off of it and goes deeper into the mountain. That large power conduit is laid on the floor of an extremely large natural tunnel. So it's a very good way to have a very clear and actually decently well lit because the conduits do glow um, path further in. So they usually take that way because it's pretty easy to navigate to the big machine. And then they can follow that cavern and have a lot of space to move. Sure. So, no, they haven't gone this way. They are happy to take you there and work with you to try to figure out where to go. But So it's going to be dark in the natural cavern, right? Yes, although it was already dark in the levels you were at, except for, like, there were lights in oh, some of the sewer right. rooms and stuff, but, like, the, the hallway lights aren't down here. I do have... So you're operating off torches and lanterns. I do have light as a cantrip in case it's needed. Same. Yeah. We've got, uh, we've got guides with torches in the meantime. Yeah. I'm in other campaigns where we're really hard on our NCPs, so... <laughs> We've been kind of rough on some NPCs in this one, too. Just a bit. I still feel bad for that waitress. Or Barback. <laughs> I was going to say Barback, and yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Don't worry. In, the, in a season three, she'll come back to seek her bloody revenge. <laughs> Why? She got rich. Beat her up. <laughs> she lost her job. <laughs> We threw by virtue her of being off threatened by a career counselor. <laughs> threw off some, we threw her off some stairs and tried to bribe her with money to stay quiet about it. Not the finest moment for your group. <laughs> How should we give her? We gave her like a 50 gold piece gem, right? <laughs> oh, it was worth way more than that. You gave her the most valuable gem of the pile on accident. <laughs> yeah, hey, you can throw yes. me down some stairs for $50,000. <laughs> shouldn't say that on a podcast now that's public <laughs> i'm gonna just say as his wife uh no you can't you can't do that <laughs> it's not allowed okay um so as you are approaching the cavern uh green turns to you and goes okay so cavern's fine but you're basically the probability of running into something that is not say a maintenance worker or Another normal person who does not want to eat you goes up once we're down in here. So, you know, just watch your back. Just be careful. Keep an ear out. That's fair. Thanks. And you head on in. So pretty quickly, this widens out from the size of the, the 10 foot size of the hallway. How useful. Um, the 10 foot wide hallway. Like on the left, after you hit the intersection, it pretty much immediately turns into natural cavern wall and curves away into the darkness. Or at least into the dimness. On the right, the wall goes a little bit further, but then also quickly just becomes natural cavern again. Uh, there are pools of water on the floor. None of them are very deep, and the floor is highly irregular at this point. So you're having to kind of watch your step, and there are stalactites and stalagmites getting in your way at various points as you work your way through. 
So there, is there anything uh, living in this cavern that we can sense from where we're at now? Make a wisdom check. Uh, I would like to listen. Thing. Yeah, is there a... Uh... Well, let's see here. Oh, I don't have my sheet open. Bad me. Okay, I rolled a 13 plus 6 for listen, so that is 19. Okay. And that is wisdom-based for you, right? Yes. Cool. Which is no one's primary attribute. I'm arguing. (laughs) (laughs) No one's. Oh, I rolled a 7, so add my level of 2 to that, I guess. 9. You think you hear the wind blowing mournfully across an open passage somewhere in the deep, and it sounds real scary. I'm checking to see if I have, because I have animal senses. I don't know what that adds to it. Not enough to make up for a for what a nine. Six? Nine, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the thing would need to have negative hit dice for you to be able to hear it. <laughs> Erisim hears some of the same stuff. There's nothing readily apparent. You hear occasionally the splat of some water dripping from the ceiling onto the floor. You do hear very far off what sounds like. Like, you're not quite even sure if you're hearing it or if you're just kind of imagining it, but, like, the sound of running water. And, yeah, that's about it. The air's pretty still down here, and you don't hear anything scooting around besides the people around you. Um, I just, like, sort of whisper to everyone, like, I don't hear anything. I think I think it's okay. I'm not going to be the first one to step out there. Oh, I will. I thought we were right, in there. <laughs> yeah, you, you proceed. I just figured you kind of paused at the entrance. You proceed deeper in. The torch is illuminating the entire space around you, at least cavern wall to cavern wall. And most of the ceiling at most points. But it's kind of... It's requiring it to reach out to the very edge of what you can see clearly in the torchlight. And so, like, as you're moving through, like, the shadows of the stalactites kind of grow and stretch on the walls. And there are occasionally weird reflections in the puddles on the floor that make it look like there's little puddles of, like, light or fire or something on the ground. And you wend your way through. It's a pretty large cavern. It widened out, like, right as you went into it and then narrows down again to about 15 feet across. And you reach a large intersection where a bunch of smaller caverns all shoot off of this one. From where you're standing, you can see there's um, two entrances that you can see, two new caverns, or more tunnels. Um, one goes directly south, the other goes like south-southeast. Um, both of them, you can't see far enough down them to determine anything beyond. They keep going that direction. And then kind of at the edge of the shadows, you can see that There's what looks like another cavern entrance. It's kind of like a deeper shadow in the shadow. Um, Another tunnel entrance directly southeast. And then there's basically the entire east section. Like the wall kind of curves around towards it and north. And that appears to be an open area that you could go through as well. So if I'm remembering correctly, we want to head more or less south, maybe slightly, slightly southwest. Correct. Yeah, so south seems like the best option. I agree. 
All mm -hmm. right, um, the tunnel gets far narrower here, so you're going to have to go single file. What's your marching order, everybody? Greg steps up the front. Uh, I'm green guessing front that of you. Green or Alara is going to go very first. Yeah, Green will go first. So, Green, then Grix. I think I'll be right behind Grix. I'm going to go second to last, and I'm guessing that Alara is going to want to go last. Okay. All right, then I'm behind Vons. Wealthy and Vons are nicely ensconced in the center of the group. Yeah, so it gets narrow enough that you can reach out and touch both walls without really trying, even the smaller of you. Hmm. It's a little harder for you. Hmm. You might not be able to actually reach the walls. The half-elf and human definitely can. Um, but yeah, it's like five feet wide at the widest. So you're kind of squeezing your way through, and pretty quickly um, the light spills out into a larger room. And a green kind of stops Percy, like, right as you enter into the larger room. And says, uh, oh, watch your step. And takes Percy to the right, and you quickly see that she is working around a very large hole in the center of the room. Hmm. Um, basically, the you're kind of on a like a small ledge or like a lip above this hole, and then it doesn't go quite straight down. It kind of bowls inwards a little bit and then drops straight down. It looks like it kind of bowls out again, like then goes back out further on. How far across is this cavern? The hole. So these, uh, the hole is about ten feet across. And then the lip you're on is like three to five. Okay. So you aren't you aren't getting vertigo, you're not gonna fall in any second, but it's not comfortable. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um we pass by the hole if we can. Yeah. If Percy can make it by. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. You 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 do notice as um Green gets to some of the narrower parts that Percy just adjusts his footing very easily. There are advantages to being a six legged insect. <laughs> And one of them is navigating spaces like this very comfortably. Oh. But you, you go around to the other side, and as you get there, you kind of, like, Green kind of works her way around the hole, and you pretty quickly realize there aren't any exits out of this room besides going down the hole. Ah. So there's no tunnel continuing on the other side? Oh, actually. I think Green dismisses this, but... Next person line. Grix, you notice this. Mm -hmm. There is... Calling it a tunnel is generous. <laughs> There's like a very narrow passageway. It's like maybe two and a half feet wide. Oh, yeah. Um, And like two and a half feet tall, it would be... You'd be crawling. Everyone would be crawling, basically. Except for... And actually, it's probably not even two and a half feet tall. So yeah, everyone would be at least be on like hands and knees or crouching down. Mm -hmm. And you can see that it goes and turns to go south. Um, yeah, I don't think we can go that way, especially with Percy. You don't want to just ditch your armed escort? No. <laughs> A thing that has always ended well for everybody in fiction. <laughs> A thing that has always ended well specifically for Grix? I don't know, I could go through and take a look. I could go through and take a look and see uh, <laughs> see uh, if there's anything worth finding back there. Uh, 
I mean, what is it going to get us if, like, there is, though? Like, we can't get a rat. Like, we can't get in there this way, you know? Mm. Yeah, fair enough. All right, so you kind of work your way around the hole because it's easier than trying to turn around for at least Percy. Um, I guess they're... And for my convenience, to keep the marching order the same. You just kind of sure. finish your circuit can, of the hole. Can we tell yeah. how deep this hole is? Or or goes... if there's anything coming from it, you know, like a smell or light or something like that? Air, current, or... Throw yeah, a rock um, down. There's a little bit of cold air coming through it. Huh. Uh, Grix throws a rock down, like kind of wafting up from it. And when Grix throws a rock down... It takes a few seconds, but you hear the plunk of it going into a body of water. Mm. And as we all know, water negates fall damage, so you should totally jump down this hole. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's nice to know that it wouldn't be a lethal accident if one of us fell. It would hurt. For some of you, it probably would be lethal. (laughs) Uh, No, we're not going to do that. We're going to go back and go south. East. Alright. You head to the southeast. Okay, we're just going east, further east. So do you want to go to like the south southeast one or the one that's slightly more just going eastwards? Well, I think south southeast. We're trying to head as south as we can. Alright. Yeah. At least that's what Grix right. is divining from his uh underground senses. Yeah. And wits mental map of what's going on okay yep you head down to the southeast this tunnel is similarly narrow you've moved out of the places where they bothered to carve out nice wide hallways um and it slowly curves around starts pointing you pretty much directly south there's a tunnel that you find on your left that goes back basically northeast from where you are but the main brunt of the tunnel continues and kind of curves past the south and starts curving southwest. Ooh, excellent. So unless you want to backtrack, I'm going to assume that's where you're going. Yes. Yes, please. Okay. So you reach another... It's like a small cavern. It's like 15 by 10. Kind of in a round oval shape. And there's a passage that continues to your east, essentially. One that goes mostly south and curves a little bit to the east, and then one that is to your west. So there's there's three exits from this small cavern, yeah. you said? Okay. Essentially west, south, and east. At this point, how far... I, I, I want to ask Alara, um, so, like, you've been counting our steps, yeah? Like, I mean, I was mostly counting them to figure out when we were north of the machine room, but... Yeah. Yeah, I have a pretty good idea of how far we've gone. So, like, are we, like, should we go west at this point or south? Yeah, so um, she thinks about it and is going to roll a check. (laughs) That's fair. Because you've been, you've been, she knows roughly where you are. There's been curves and stuff, yeah. Yeah, counting paces only works along the route you're going, so. Yeah. She probably hasn't been doing it that carefully because you have been in a cavern that could have threats. So you can kind of see her. She's very clearly kind of doing the math in her head to figure out where you guys are. Mm-hmm. And says that, well, we've definitely gone 
We've gone pretty far east of our destination, but we're also still pretty far north. So either is good. Um, either west or south is good. Okay. Yeah. Maybe let's just go west because I feel west. like there's been more stuff. There's been more caverns going south, and I feel like that's just like the general, or you know, more more like natural tunnels going south. Um, and so it just seems like whatever made all of these tunnels probably continue just going south. So like what I'm saying is like getting south isn't going to be too hard still. Yeah. Take Am the I opportunity crazy? to move west. Yeah. Just take got the oppor- it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, when you say whatever made these tunnels, that makes me wonder if these are are these naturally formed tunnels or are they uh burrowed well i was thinking like lava like if they were made by like lava or something yeah (laughs) sure yeah so west right i think so you head through the tunnels made by erosion That's also a way to get made. I've just been enjoying that everyone's assumptions is that it's all going to be lava tubes all the time. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it could be some kind of uh, acid. I don't know. <laughs> Real yes, big there bats. Actually, there were so many acid traps <laughs> in these dungeons that they carved out an entire tunnel system underneath them. Truly irresponsible amount of acid was used. Um, okay, so you head to the west. It basically crooks north a little, like a hair north, and then immediately starts going southwest. Grix, you notice, presumably everyone else does too, that there is a little squeeze crawl space kind of thing uh, that goes north out of the right-hand wall. Mm-hmm. But it's small, so you keep going. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, should we check out this little nook? I mean, stick your head in real quick, see what happens. I'm I, curious. Might might be something in there, I don't know. Hey, uh, can, can I borrow your torch real quick? Wait, my torch? Do I have yes, a torch? says someone with a oh. torch. Alara? Alara. Alara hands you a torch. Alright, I'm gonna go and uh, stick my head in there. Or, I guess green does, because... You're right next to green. All right, I'm going to go and uh, stick the torch first into the hole and then stick my head in and see what's inside. You stick yeah, what's the torch in, in. It is a narrow, narrow crawl space kind of place. Looks like it actually like even squeezes shut a little bit further up. Grix could fit through. Like, Alara would have trouble. Erosine's kind of anyone's guess because you're a little bit slighter than... Probably just the average half-elf, but definitely slighter than Alara. And this is the part of the sci-fi movie where Grix gets dragged off into the vent and presumably to some terrible death. If I put the torch in first. It's really good good luck that we're not in a sci-fi then, huh? It's true. So, um, yeah, uh, Grix, roll a d6 for me. Grix rolls a grapple check. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, the the opponent's rolling a d20 for the gravel check. 
Hey, Crix, what's six. in there? Is it delicious? Oh, you got a six. All right. One second. Uh-oh. It's fine. It's probably fine. I'm sure everything is fine. Grix, just make a wisdom check for me. Okay. 18, actually. All right. Um, as you kind of stick the torch in further, you hear something kind of... And something scratch against the uh, tiny tunnel floor. Seemingly pretty far ahead. As you squint in and your eyes kind of adjust. Because you're ruining your night vision because you're holding a torch in front of you. Oh, yeah. But you think you can see a shape um, moving at the edge of the torchlight. But it's not moving towards you. It seems to be kind of shifting backwards into the shadows further. Further into the shadows, even. All right. Well, I don't want to mess with that. Uh, There's some sort of critter in there, but uh, it looks harmless. Must well mess with it. Well, I'm glad that your uh, face didn't get bitten off. Uh, thank you. All right. So nothing delicious? Nothing. De- well, I don't know. Hmm. I didn't see it close enough. But we should probably just keep going. Okay. You continue onwards. Oh, no. I'll leave my beautiful monster table behind. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> so I had this in my Numenera game as well, where there were all these like wild creatures and bizarre things and the party never wanted to fight any of them. They like went out of their way to avoid fighting because they were like, oh, but it's such a cool creature. <laughs> this wasn't that cool. I just get excited to use the list of monsters I made that would li- that live down here. Oh, sure. <laughs> that is a legit feel. That said, Grix is also like a porcelain doll. Yeah, extremely delicate. <laughs> so it makes sense that he would not charge in. There's also not a point of basically fighting something that's in the vent and moving away from you. Yeah, that that was really that was the kicker. But what if it has treasure? Well, we'll never a, know. That's a question. Yep. All right. So you continue onwards. Uh, the tunnel curves to your left and then u-turns basically to your right putting you north again and then curves left again so you're kind of going in a large squiggle that's on average heading west Um, and then you see that it takes a sharper turn and points you south and you enter a technically it's a cavern but a room it widens out to about 15 feet across and is about the same amount deep like the hall the wall falls away on your right hand side and there is a large pool of water taking up most of that extra space to the right. And as you are standing there, um, the torchlight catches the glimmer of water dripping from the ceiling into it. How, how tall up is the ceiling? Uh, the ceiling is only about, like, the stalactites that are over the water, uh, the, their bottom is about five feet off the ground. The ceiling itself, it gets a little higher where you're standing, so it's like eight or nine feet at its very tallest. Okay. But it, it but there are a lot of stalactites hanging out in this room, so All right, uh, watch your head. I missed the exits on this room. 
Um, that's good to tell you that. Oh, yet. sorry. That, that uh, explained. No, it's all good. Um, the the wider space appears to continue and kind of turns to the east again, and you think you see an exit out that way. Or at least the torchlight doesn't hit a wall out that way, so presumably it continues. Alrighty. Additional dark hole. Let's go in that direction. Mm-hmm. Sure. So there is ground. It. It's not just a pool, right? Right. The pool only takes about half of the chamber. Okay. And it's not in your way. Okay. And is there an indicator as to how deep it is? Does the uh, are we on a ledge or is this a puddle kind of a thing? So there's a short drop of like six inches between the stone that you're standing on and the top of the pool of water. Yeah. Um, in other places, it just kind of slopes down smoothly into that pool. Mm-hmm. When you take a look over the edge, it's kind of hard to see how deep it is. Um, you you determine that it's not shallow, if that right. makes sense. Yeah, well... If you can't tell how deep it is, it's deep enough. It's more than like a foot or two deep because you're in a cave. Visibility sucks and you don't have that much light to try to penetrate the water with. And right. quite honestly, it's probably mostly reflecting off the surface. Is it uh, fairly clear water or is this kind of murky from cave drip? It's pretty clear. Yeah, at least towards the top, it's pretty clear. Yeah. And we don't see any uh, indicator of life in the water. Make a wisdom check. <laughs> My best kind of check. <laughs> yeah, your favorite. Oh, that check just bounced. Uh, <laughs> roll a seven again, so nine. Yeah, you don't see anything. It's too dark. Okay. It's too dark too quickly to on the way down for you to be able to see super clearly. So there's nothing right next to the surface. Um, no, Ericene's, Ericene's has more wisdom than to uh, <laughs> kick a pebble in. Yeah, Grix, Grix is shy now after the, the tunnel critter. So I'll just propose we keep going. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> let's just keep heading forward. Not tempt the potential for water monsters. Well, with no like obvious gain. Yeah, yeah. Nothing good happens when you tempt the water itself. Yes. That's how we lost Tasha Yar. <laughs> <laughs> and Odo. <laughs> right. Hang tight. One moment. Okay, so you, you head Are up you the exit. Are you doing geometry over there, Ian? <laughs> I'm drawing additional tunnel. Ah. I know where you need to go, but as you may have guessed, you didn't walk down the hallway I was originally planning for you to walk down. <laughs> <laughs> and so... Fair. Laying down the tiles in front of me as we go. <laughs> Does anybody else get the feeling that they're just playing Spelunky over there? <laughs> I'm actually playing NetHack, and I'm just transcribing everything as I go. (laughs) Someday I'm just going to transcribe the entire Zork map into the game, and no one will know but me. (laughs) No, I'll notice the mailbox. 
and the and like the layout. I don't think I could get away with being like, I'll notice <laughs> there's a house in the middle of a field underground. <laughs> I'll notice the tree and the clockwork bird. Does anybody else smell Gru? I'm just saying. It smells awfully like a Gru around here. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Kelly. <laughs> I think I statted up Gru's for a party once. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That sounds like something that you would do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it made sense at the time. <laughs> I'm sure it did. Oh, yeah. For sure. I'm sure you're not the only one who has ever tried to set up a Gru. Someone made a Neverwinter Nights module that is just Zork. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, Apparently it's actually pretty good. <laughs> I haven't played it. I um, enjoy that I made a sound of derision and Wit said that sounds awesome. <laughs> <sighs> it's important to have a variety of tastes in one's life. Yeah, yeah. Alright, so you head out the... Uh, you head on past the pool of water. You head out to the east. The exit's basically basically curves around, goes a little bit north, but like the tunnel is it's heading mostly east now, and then pretty quickly it curves around and cuts back to the west in like a hairpin turn. Okay. And So hey Green, do we know what made these caves? <laughs> yeah, this is erosion. A thing lava does. I, mean, I said it earlier, erosion. Yeah, like water. Like a lot of caves. Water twists like this? Well, alright. Have you ever seen water flow in a straight line? When it's just like, doing its own thing? Path I mean, of least lines, resistance, man. Lines get straighter over time, usually. But, alright. Well, I mean... <laughs> Like, not all the rock in here is the same, though, right? Like, some of it's limestone, and some of it's just granite, and like, so some like, of it is always I'm more easily right than others. So, like, I'm right, too, in a way. Yeah, some of it's softer than others. No, it's sure. fine. I don't have to be right this time. It's probably just erosion. <laughs> <laughs> but what did Erosine say? Lava. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so it's like a combination of lava and erosion. I mean, Lava probably put down the rock layers at some point, so yes? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> at some point, it's all Lava. It's fine. We should be pretty close, right? It should be right around here. Valar kind of like pauses and says, well, I mean, we've been we've been going back and forth a lot, so... I mean, I think we're getting closer, but don't don't get fooled with all the curves down here. It's pretty easy to think you've gone, you know, miles and only ended up a pretty short distance from where you started just because stuff cut back on itself and things like that. It can take a long time to go a relatively short distance as the crow flies down here. Mm. Yeah, I imagine Griggs doesn't really spend any time this deep. Oh, also, he wouldn't go into the uh, the natural tunnels. I mean, maybe to explore right. and get into trouble, but uh, not for work. Yeah, there's some stuff down here, like the mentioned conduit oh. going off of the large machine. 
basically as you go deeper and deeper into the mountain there are more things that were just kind of bolted wherever they, it was convenient in the natural tunnels and then stuff runs out from there um mm. but yeah for 99 percent of what you do every day you don't get anywhere near the natural tunnels mm. yeah that's fair because yeah you mostly do essentially near surface maintenance and maintenance of stuff around the city itself sure because um, i'm charismatic or people person that's right and also you know that down here is mostly for the you know those sanitation nerds <laughs> water quality people mm -hmm. i bet there we they wear boots they have waiters do you need a waiter to check on the top of a cistern? No, <laughs> but they have them anyway. <laughs> Just in case. You never know. To be fair, when you're maintaining cisterns, you'll probably encounter flooding at some point. But anyway, you make your way through this narrow little tunnel, and you come out into a larger cavern again. There is, in the center, there's a large space that you can't actually quite see over the top of. Um, basically, there's kind of a shelf of rock that goes about six feet up and seems to be flat across. But So there's basically a large platform of rock in the center of this chamber. Okay. That's not so it's like six feet tall and it's maybe like six feet radius? Or, sorry, six feet it's diameter? It's six feet tall and, a, and about uh, 15 feet in radius. Or in diameter, rather. And it seems to be fairly flat on the top from the bit you can see, which is mostly edge. There are paths around it to the left and to the right that basically go south and then southeast. So what's on top of it? Anything? I want to... You are very short. You don't know. I want to try to climb up. I'm... I'm... I'm like... I'm five four. I could, I could, like, I could climb up there. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So you go up to the edge. Um, I ask Alara to like uh, help by just putting her uh, like torch up. I'm guessing she's probably about my height. Am I wrong? She is a human. She is significantly taller than you. Um, I thought Alara was half elf. Oh wait, sorry. You're five four, and you're right. She is half elf. Um. Sorry, my brain my brain thought your your character was shorter for some reason. Still taller than everyone else, but <laughs> not five four. Yeah, Alara's probably like four inches taller than you. So yeah, you're about the same height. But yeah, she can totally hold the torch up and get it above the platform so you can see. Um and you you're a pretty in shape assassin y type, so you just kinda <laughs> get your hands on it and hop up and then push yep. yourself up like you're getting out of the pool and Kind of roll up on top. So when you get up here, um, there's a little bit of a dip. There's a couple of rocks that have fallen on it. There doesn't seem to be anything super major up here, although there is a cluster of stalactites overhead. Um, I just ask Alara if I can borrow the the torch. Uh, yep, she she hands it up to you. Um, I'm just gonna like look and see if there's like anything interesting around the stalactites. Like it's just a little weird that there's just this rock shelf hmm. i mean i'm sure something can spawn onto it 
probably appears once you uh due to a programming error sheep appear here yeah <laughs> suddenly we've uh all uh accidentally spawned into that one uh realm of diablo with the cows mm-hmm. <laughs> um Erisine, make a wisdom check for me God, I love it when the GM just suddenly asks you to make a check for. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> for reasons that will not become clear to you until after you tell them. Uh, I rolled an eight, and uh, this isn't like a listen or anything, is it? Nope. Okay, then I got a twelve total. All right. You are plunged into darkness that your torch does not penetrate. Um, I let out a little yelp. Cool. Uh-huh. Roll initiative with me, please. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just say roll initiative? Uh-huh. Yes. Although looking at the time, yeah. why don't we leave it on that cliffhanger? Love yeah, you it. all see Erisine just disappear into inky shadow. Uh Oh, it's great. I'm sure everything is fine. Oh, wonderful. Primary Attribute has been imagined and brought to life by the people you've just heard. For more information about the podcast, check out our website, primaryattribute.com. Questions, comments, feedback? Want to just let us know that we got our rule wrong? Don't do that last one, but you can email us at letters at primaryattribute.com. If you'd like to follow us on social media, you can find us at facebook.com slash primaryattributepod or on Twitter at primeattribute or at primaryattribute.tumblr.com. For everyone our, our memes, hopefully all dank, but possibly otherwise. Castles and Crusades is published by Trollord Games. Our theme music was composed by Aaron. Our logo was designed by Adam. Editing this week by Ian. That's me. Thank you, me. You're pretty great. We hope you listen again next time to Primary Attribute. Quick cue to maybe edit this part out while I dig up a sheet <laughs> I thought was already open, but apparently isn't. <laughs> I've never had to edit up us looking stuff up before. <laughs> well, just long, slow moments while people are trying to figure out what the hell to say. <laughs>